Avery said, fuck. Oh. And we're like, where did you hear this? Well, duh. <laughs> well, I curse a lot, but what did she want? Her fork. Oh. Fuck is fork. Okay. In my house right now. Can you hand me that fuck, please? Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together. I am your host, Jenna. And I'm Lindsay. And we are back with another awesome episode for you guys today. And we're really excited about this one. I think we're always excited about our episodes. I know. Is that vain? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's real shit, yeah, right? It's it real, real life. Shit. And it's stuff that we've experienced. We know others experience. But sometimes the best time to talk about something is kind of when you get out of that murky water mm-hmm. and you're like on the other side of it. And it's a great time to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we'll we'll experience something in life. We'll be like, this is a podcast topic. We have to talk about this. So that kind of happened to us a couple of times this week. And we've got some fun stories to share too with it. So before we jump into there though, I want to read our listener spotlight review from our ratings and reviews on iTunes. And this one is from Angie. And she says, absolutely love, five stars. Absolutely love listening to these ladies. They are real people that have been through real situations. They've learned and they're here to share real advice. I find myself at the gym and in the car binging on episodes. Keep up the amazing work, ladies. You are awesome. Love you both, and I can't wait for more. Yeah, thank Thanks, you. Angie. Thanks so sweet. much. And for the rest of you listening, if you haven't left us a review on iTunes and five stars, why not? Share the love. Yeah, get your butt over to iTunes and help us out. Help a girl out and give us five stars. Subscribe, too. That helps us out. And share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. You can also get our freebie over at tagus.com forward slash kick more ass and it's five things you can do right now to start getting your shit together and it's a whole little four pager they can go through and take a picture of that put it on your social media that you did it we'll we'll share you in our stories and we'll share you in our stories if you screenshot you listening and um we just love it when you share the love and we love seeing that people are loving it because absolutely go ahead and get your freebie and give us some love and we're going to give you all the love back Absolutely. And for those of you listening that have not joined our VIP Facebook group, it's the Art of Getting Your Shit Together VIP Tribe over on Facebook, and we will let you in and you can join the community. Cool. Cool. All right. So today we are going to be talking about flakosauruses. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come up with that term, my friend did, but I like it. So we're going to be talking about flaking out, following through, keeping your commitments, and why why it's not only is it important, but it is something that we all need to be more mindful of, and it's something that we, I think, have all struggled with at some point in our lives. Um, I used to be that person in college where I was a total flakosaurus rex, <laughs> and I would never keep my commitments, and I would never show up, and you know, luckily I learned from that and learned that it's important, especially now being a business owner, how important that is and really how it reflects on me as a human being, you know, how I'm showing up every single day. So we talk a lot about what we talked in an earlier episode about your personal brand and, you know, being a graphic designer and a branding person, I'm kind of infatuated with branding, but it also 
it's a big part of who we are. We have a personal brand that we carry with us every single day. And it's how we show up in the world, how we show up at work. How do we show up for our friends? How are we being perceived by people based on our actions? And one of the main things is, do you follow through with your commitments? Do you show up when you say you're going to show up? Do you make an appointment and keep your appointment? Are you following through to the fullest extent of your ability? And that's what we want to talk about today. So I think we've all kind of experienced the whole, I've made a commitment and now I'm either dreading going or I don't want to go or now it's inconvenient to go and we cancel at the last minute. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes something real comes up and we have to cancel at the last minute when we have these appointments or these commitments. But sometimes we're just either lazy or we just don't feel like it. And then we have a, unfortunately, if we do cancel in that situation, we're putting other people out. So one of the main things I kind of wanted to hash out a little bit is kind of how it makes the other person feel and then how it reflects upon you. Definitely. If it happens, right? Where things are going to come up, life happens, and you're going to have to cancel. But it's the frequency at which it happens. It's the communication on what is going on and following through on the communication part. And then the perception of the other person who is receiving that information. Mm -hmm. Being a flake, you know, we've all, we all know people who are flakes. I know that I don't like to be perceived as a flake. And I know that I don't communicate very much or even at all with people who I feel are flaky Mm -hmm. because they they flake out. And for me personally, I know the moments where I've even felt like a flake myself, I have overbooked myself and I wasn't planning right. And I know that we're going to dig into some of that, but the perception can be everything and how you go about that and how you communicate with that other person can really change the outlook on is this is this person flaking? Is this something that she's always doing or is this legitimate? Yeah. (laughs) So I have a story to tell about that. So back in college, I was, like I said, I was a flakosaurus. I would flake all the time. I'd never keep my commitments. And back then I didn't understand the importance of keeping a commitment or making sure that I showed up for the people that I said I was going to, whether it was class. I mean, sometimes I was, I mean, I think anyone who went to a university, we probably all skip class once in a while because shit, we didn't have anyone holding our hand and it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. But especially my friends, apparently I was not, I was not very great about showing up for them back then because I remember (laughs) I was getting my hair done at a salon and I don't know what the hell happened, but the lady was cutting my hair and I got like a piece of hair in my eyeball. And for any of us who have ever had something in their eye and they know it's like the world is ending, you're like, oh my God, I have something in my eye and now I can't pay attention to anything else because it feels like my eyeball is going to... It's being shredded apart. Oh my God, yes. And so I was supposed to meet my two friends, the twins um, in college, and then they had a a guy friend um, with them and they wanted me to meet him. And they're like, I'm like, okay, I'll meet you afterwards at five 30 for dinner or whatever. And so I texted them and I was like, I can't come over. <laughs> I have something in my eye. <laughs> and, <they're> like, <laughs> and then later, so I ended up dating this guy that they introduced me to. And later he told me that they said, Oh yeah, she has something in her eye. She always does this. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like the old tale of I have to wash my hair. Yeah. Sorry. My cat has a bar mitzvah yeah I can't do this thing (laughs) so but now it's a legitimate thing it's like the boy cried wolf where you do it so much and then now that you legitimately have a reason which 
is an odd reason. It is now very people odd. are like, what the fuck, really? Yeah, she's she has something in her, in her eye. eye. Give really? me a break. Right. Like, how many excuses can you come up with, Jenna? So now I'm like, she has something in her eye. She always does this. <laughs> it's just now it's just a joke. And if they're listening, if you guys are listening, you know who you are. Hopefully, it gives you a little laugh. But yeah, so apparently that was just ended up being who I was, and it didn't matter at the time that I had a legitimate reason for not being able to show up. It's just that I had been such a flake that people just expected that of me. And when people expect that you are going to not show up for something, and I have people in my life, I have clients that I know do not hold their appointments, so they don't show up on time for calls, and sometimes they completely blow me off and it's not the first time and it's probably not the last time and I just it comes to be an expectation of that person but unfortunately what happens for the other person who's made the commitment and keeping the commitment that either means if they're a business owner that means money lost because they can't replace you I mean if my dentist sends out like 17 text messages and calls and they email and everything for all these confirmations because it's a problem that people don't hold their appointments. And that means that money is lost in their business. And I know you probably don't care if the dentists lose money, but it completely changes your perspective when you're a business owner and you have that appointment that has to pay the bill. So your hairstylist, the person who waxes your brows, the person who is your life coach or your therapist, or, you know, for me, I'm a, I run a marketing business. Um, even people who get paid a salary. Remember we talked about time and putting a dollar value on your time. What is that worth to you? Mm -hmm. Even when I was making, you know, I was on a salary as a manager and I kept, I was keeping my commitment, but someone would either flake out on a meeting or be late. That was time wasted. I could have devoted to somebody else, followed through with other commitments. And those, those things have a cascade effect. Yeah, It just doesn't affect you and that other person. There's other people that that affects. And those are opportunities lost for other people to either have had that service or, you know, made connections with other folks. Just like when people would um, be late for their interviews mm -hmm. and they were more than 15 minutes late. Like a job interview? A job. So yeah. yeah, when people would come in for an interview and they were late and they'd never even bothered to contact the funeral home or to call me to let me know. I would have the front desk turn away. Yeah. Well, if you, you can't, can't be on time, if for you can't interview. be on time for your interview, I definitely don't want you part of my team. Right. And that's just part of my values. And I don't think I've ever been a flaky person. I flaked out a few times just because last minute, because I've overdone it. But staying within that integrity and showing up is really, really important. And it's also something I've struggled with recently with this transition in my careers because I'm taking on new tasks and I have to show up in a different way and I'm learning new things and I'm not really sure on how much time that allocates right. to. So yeah, and that happens and you're going to learn as you go. Like, oh, like you were telling me, oh, I thought I could have my website edits in by this day and I grossly underestimated the amount of time it was going to take on this end so I couldn't get to this thing. Mm hmm and um, one of the things that I've learned, I've discovered recently, I've been using a planner where I actually write out and plan my day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it requires you to block out your time, which we've talked about in previous podcasts too. Like blocking out your time is so important. And some of the things that I don't think people understand or realize is, and, it's, and I am guilty of this because I don't have to drive, I don't have to commute anymore. So I underestimate the amount of time it takes to sit in traffic sometimes. And I underestimate 
you know, maybe how long I thought I could get there in this time. I, I especially struggled with that when we moved out to this new house because it it's a little bit further out than we were before. So I, I was like, oh, it'll only take me this amount of time. And then I'd end up being late because I didn't think, I didn't stop to be aware enough to think about the extra five or 10 minutes that was going to take. And so now that I'm having to block out my time, I actually put my commute time in there. Then I also write next to it, like this is this is commute time. It doesn't have to be wasted time. I can either make phone calls, listen to podcasts, audiobooks, whatever it is, my education vessel my car becomes so Mm -hmm. but those are the types of things that I think you're saying like now that you're in a different thing it's a little bit harder to gauge and so you can have overlapping commitments or you you didn't realize and that happens and and we're not sitting here telling you don't be a flake keep your commitments and don't ever cancel things will come up I had a my dog got attacked by a dog this week and it's been a traumatic experience and I had a bun. I have I had a full day the day after he was. He's okay. He's he's okay. Yeah, but I had to take him to the vet in the middle of the night. I had to just clear my schedule, and unfortunately, it was more than the. It was less than the amount of notice I prefer to give people. I love to give at least twenty four hour notice minimum, and this was like twelve hours. And so I was texting people, and um, they were all very understanding. But that's kind of like one of those things too. Since I'm never, since I never do that, I never show up as somebody who just bails on my appointments and my commitments, they were completely understanding and they knew that that wasn't who I who I am. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not my character. It's not part of my personal brand to show up or not show up for that matter or not keep my word. Mm-hmm. And both people were paying like somebody that depended on me for their income um, or at least part of their clientele for their income. So it pays to be reliable, I think. And have people be able to rely upon you and know that you're going to say what you mean and do what you say. It creates opportunities. It creates even career growth. People are going to notice you and think of you when they think of committed, reliable individuals who are responsible with their time. When you do that, people are going to think of you when it comes to promotions, when it comes to partnering with someone for an opportunity, they're going to think of you. So there's additional benefit to keeping your commitments and following through and being that person then that also communicates well if something goes wrong or if something comes up, giving ample notice mm-hmm. and maintaining good communication and good rapport with those people who provide you a service that, and also you provide a service to. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think too, not only does it show, you know, that you're a committed, awesome individual who's going to do what you say you're going to do and follow through a hundred percent, but it shows a level of respect. So if you are going to be the person who's going to show up for people, no matter what, unless there's an emergency, you're respecting their time and they in turn will respect you and your time. And because respect is a two way street, I think some of us just think we all deserve respect. And I disagree. I don't think we deserve anything. I think we earn everything. We earn what we get. And if we're flippant with our time and other people's time, then they're not going to respect ours. And they're certainly not going to rely upon you to be there to do the thing that you said you were going to do. You set it in boundaries. You show people how to treat you. Yes. And this actually ties in well with boundaries because if you have somebody, for example, I, I have an amazing hairstylist 
which I need to book a new appointment because I was looking at my hair this morning. I'm like, girl, you got some <laughs> split ends. <laughs> <laughs> but she is awesome. But I know she's had some struggles with certain clients who just don't show up for their appointment or 20 minutes before, five minutes before, like, I'm so sorry, I can't make it. And it's like, okay, I could have booked somebody else in that time. And that's my livelihood. And, you know, some of these business owners who are actually making money off of making sure that you show up and it's, it's putting food on their table, you know, like she just expects that of that person now. And it becomes a point where she'll no longer take that person. You know, it's like, I can't take you because you're too unreliable. And I can't lose out on a set, especially on certain days for hairstylists. You know, if they're, if they're working Saturdays, those are hot days. Yeah, and that's definitely when boundaries need to be laid. Exactly. That's so when she, she can create a healthy boundary. Yep. Yep. So she had to create a boundary and say, hey, I can't, you know, this is this is the policy and I'm putting a card on file. And if you don't keep your commitment, then you're getting charged, which is how it should be. That's, that's what, what a lot of professionals do. Exactly. That's what happens if you miss your doctor appointment. That's what happens if I miss my appointment with my therapist. I have to give her at least 24 hours or she charges me the whole session. And that is not cheap. So I think it's just kind of like we just wanted to bring this as a reminder because Lindsay and I both had experiences this week where a lot. Yeah, we had (laughs) set aside time as business owners to and this isn't us being like, hey, we're business owners. So quit being assholes and quit flaking out on your appointments. It's not like that. But it's like, wow, this is if this is happening to me and it's happening to you we have to kind of talk about the underlying issue of maybe we're, I understand that we're all busy and we all have things going on, but let's just take the time to remind ourselves that other people's time is valuable, just as valuable as ours and the commitments we have going on in our lives. And I think a lot of people don't stop to think like, we're all so involved in our own shit. Like, holy crap. Like I tell you what, when Charlie got bit by that dog, Everything else went to the wayside. I didn't care about anything else. I mean, I'm still of the integrity and my personal brand is that I communicate because I want people to still rely upon me and know that I'm still there for them. But we can get so caught up in our stuff that everything else, it's like we're on our own little world and we we're the center of the universe in our own minds, you know, and that's just how it is, our own perspective. I think we just need to be reminded a little bit to be like, okay, Sometimes there's things going on outside of us that we just need to be mindful of that we're coexisting yeah. with other humans and other businesses and other people who are providing a service or holding space for us. Yep. It's happened to me often these last couple of weeks. And I was glad that we were going to bring this up in this podcast because it's also because it's happened to me, it's it's created a, a higher awareness in myself to make sure that I am not that Yeah. to make sure I'm avoiding other people to be at the effect of what my choices are. So I'm communicating, I'm showing up, I'm confirming appointments. I am making sure I'm planning ahead of time, whether it's commuting, making, you know, checking time zones, making sure like we're all on the same page here. So something doesn't fall through. Yeah. We, I don't want anything to fall through the cracks. I want to be on top of my game. I want to be that person. I love being that person. I like sticking to my commitments. That's something I've, I felt like I've always been good at. But with this transition, I'm like, oof, this is a struggle. And sometimes it's a struggle for me because I'm not sure how long things are taking and I'm not allowing myself adequate time. Mm-hmm. But also on the other end where I'm like, people are kind of wasting my time sometimes and, and yeah. not communicating, which 
I, and I want to keep that open communication. So now I'm, you know, I can't control what other people do, but I am definitely being proactive in making sure I have the proper confirmations, making sure we're all on the same page. So if something does come up, I can make changes as I need to, and it's not last minute. Yeah. Yeah. And the last minute thing is the thing that really can get you. I know I had a situation, same thing. I had a, I had held, and this was actually something where I had to leave my home and have an appointment with somebody outside. So it was commute time I had built into my schedule. So it wasn't just an hour call where I had to jump on a Zoom. It was like I had to leave a half hour early, hold the space for that appointment, and then commute back. And 45 minutes before the appointment, the person was like, hey, can we move this to later in the afternoon? And I was like, you know, no, actually, I have the rest of my day planned. And I'm not that loosey-goosey with my time right now. I'm just not. Like if you cancel on the same day as me, I can't fit you in the same day. It definitely puts a strain when they cancel last minute like that person did. And it has a cascade effect. It affected more than just Jenna. It affected her other clients that, who were trying to get with her. And now, you know, her future bookings, because now she has to try to squeeze in this client again somewhere else when it could have been done. been done with. Yeah. And I think I have a different perspective on this altogether because I am a business owner. And I think it's a unique perspective that I can bring to anyone out there who isn't. And same with you, Lindsay, who isn't you know, from this side of it, this is kind of how it feels, but also it's the same if you make a commitment to your sister or your best friend, or, you know, like we had plans to go to dinner on Valentine's day and, you know, we weren't going to, we weren't going to not do it. Like this is something that we had planned and we committed and it was on the calendar and we're going to show up and that's who we are. Just saying like that commitment between friends is just important to me as a commitment between a paying client. Yep. You want to be that person that people can count upon. You want to be like, I want Lindsay to know that I'm going to show up for her no matter what. And if something, and if I can't, I'll communicate with ample time. I know that she knows that we have, you know, a good relationship that we can count upon each other. Yeah, absolutely. And if something comes up, it's, it's definitely something urgent and, I definitely feel for the moms out there when something comes up with the kiddo and, you know, you have all the best intentions and things come up and, you know, Avery gets sick sometimes and I've had to bail last minute because Avery's sick and I can't take her to daycare and I can't go to my dentist appointment with a sick child. Like that just doesn't, that doesn't work. Right. And so, you know, take what you want and and leave the rest with what we're talking about. But the big point is, is let's think about how we're showing up most often because we say this all the time, how you show up for one thing is how you show up for everything. Yes. Right? Is that it? Yes, it is. <laughs> and making sure that we are going about our day with integrity. We are continuously getting better at saying no to things to saying yes to things that we can commit to that helps us grow and get closer to our goals and not just being fillers within our day really looking at that and analyzing that and making the commitments that that mean the most yeah you have to say no when you want to say no to something you can't say yes just because and we've talked we've said this I think we say this in every episode when you say yes to something that you don't want to do you say no to yourself and then you end up overextending yourself and then this stuff happens more often this and it causes unnecessary thing. drama yeah even if you just give a pause, you don't have to say yes or no right then. Say, you know what? Let me check my calendar and let me get back to you by the end of the day. 
Get back to them by the end of the day though. Don't wait two days to get back to them. Let them know, but it gets you off of that hot seat to say yes or no right then Mm -hmm. and to really make sure that you have time to plan. That happens to me. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And then I look at my calendar. I've double booked myself. Well, shit. Now I have to go back to the person and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I double booked. Yeah. And I don't want to be flippant with my time like that. I don't want to seem like I'm just, you know, I'm doing it all, you know, because I like to do it all. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I like. I like to stay busy and do it all, but I know I can't. Right. So what does that look like? Now, how am I showing up? And it's really planning. It's planning it all. And whether you use a scheduler, you use your phone, you write everything out. I have to write everything out every day that I'm doing you know, double checking on my appointments app, all those things to make sure that I have planned my entire day. I even plan out when I'm fucking showering because showering, when I shower. (laughs) (laughs) Because it takes time for me to tame my hair and get my shit together. So I plan that. When am I going to shower? I don't want to go to the gym and be funky all day. Well, it's like Jeremy Scott said, if it's not on the calendar, it isn't happening. And it helps hold me accountable. The accountability piece is critical. So we need to watch kind of what we're doing most often because it may not seem like a lot, but the perception could be it's happening maybe more often than you think. And then people are going to think that you're a flakosaurus. And we don't want that. No, we don't want that. And I know a lot of times, I know we say, you know, you you do you and you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself first. However, we still need to make sure that we're showing up for others. And I know somebody who doesn't like to make commitments. This person just doesn't like to commit. And so they just don't. And that's something that they know about themselves and and not, not commit, but as in they, they purposely don't overextend themselves. They purposely don't plan certain things because they know that that's just not important to them. And they know that they're not going to want to show up. Mm -hmm. And so they have, found that out about themselves and know enough about themselves and have enough self-awareness to be like, nope, I just know myself better than this. And if I commit to this, I will flake out. And I do not want to be that person. So I just say no for this, this, and this from now on. Unless it's something that's a major priority to me and it's it's a non-negotiable, that person says no. And that's kind of a, that's a different situation. Some people might like that idea and other people might be like, no, well, I can't really do that. But it's, it's how you're showing up most of the time and the perception that you're of your personal brand and how that's, you know, how people are going to either take you seriously or they're going to just completely push you to the side and not think anything Mm -hmm. that you're going to be that person that's going to be there for them. Absolutely. So I think the things that I would like to close this with is what does it look like when we are showing up as our best selves? So what that looks like is it's doing obviously what you say you're going to do. So if you, if you commit to somebody or you say, I will get this done by this time, then do that. And if you can't communicate, it's being on time. Don't be late. Don't waste people's time. Be on time. Being late sucks. Yeah, Lindsay has a major... Ooh, that's my pet peeve. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, like, yeah you want to get... That'll trigger me. <laughs> um, being prepared is another one. Not wasting people's time. If you have a commitment and you're still dinking around doing this, that, and the other thing, and you're not prepared, like for example, if we interview somebody for a podcast and we're not prepared for that, that could be perceived by them as a waste of their time. Like you guys didn't take your due diligence and prepare enough to do a good interview. That's just an example. And I would be mortified. Yeah. So be prepared. Even if it's something like 
again, double checking time zones, any prep work that you have to do. If you're giving a presentation, of course, you want to go in feeling prepared and checking your technology. Like if you're doing a webinar, like cue it up at first. It's just kind of like what Jenna was saying, but always take at least 15 minutes to go over everything and lay out everything and make sure you're prepared. So you're not going into other people's time and you should be ready to go at the time that is scheduled, not just queuing it up and getting your shit together. Yep. Be prepared. Yep. And part of that is writing shit down and giving yourself enough time, you know, planning it out in order to show up the way that you want to show up. You have to plan for that. You can't just leave it to the, you know, let the wind blow you wherever you go. (laughs) You really have to be intentional with your time and plan it. And we just covered this a second ago, but you know, when you're saying yes to too much, you're re- you will flake out. You will be a flake if you're saying yes to way too much. And I can raise my hand on this and say from experience, and sometimes that causes some overlap and for me to have to shift things around and it does not feel good as the person who has to do that. So I know it doesn't feel good on the other end. Mm-hmm. So stop saying yes and overextending yourself to begin with. So respect people's time. Be mindful of how you show up. Be a good communicator. Communicate. If you, like like Lindsay said, sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes you have a kiddo that's sick. Sometimes you have a dog that was attacked by a dog. Sometimes, I don't know. Whatever the reason is, if it's legit and that's not who you show up as all the time, communicate. Just be like, hey, sorry, I have the thing. And I tell you guys, it isn't just theory. If you block out your time and you plan your day, you will be, your mind will be blown the fuck open to how much you can get done and how amazing you're going to feel at the end of that day because you're like holy shit look at what I did I stuck to my schedule and I didn't have any surprises or I had minimal surprises because I actually had my day planned when you just don't fly off by the seat of your pants every day and actually plan it you're so much more effective and those little chunks of time where you may just be thinking about stuff or thinking about the next day or whatever when you're actually doing things and making intentional decisions on how your day is planned and how you're showing up your to-do list is going to get done so quickly yeah what what planner do you use right now so the planner i'm using is um brandon bruchard's high performance planner it's Mm -hmm. awesome i will go into detail on this i i would love to do a dedicated podcast just to that whole system because it is amazing it's badass and i still use shalene johnson's smart life push journal I love it. I've been using it for months now and I dig it. I would say if you don't have a planner or some kind of journal thing, scheduler that works for you and you're not getting pen to paper, I would highly suggest you do so because it's so much more effective when you write it down, you're committing to yourself in a different way than just putting it in your phone. And these planners, like the one that Jenna uses, you're thinking through roadblocks. What's going to get in your way? Why is this important? And then you have your own buy-in on why you're doing the thing or not doing the thing to make sure that you stay committed. And with mine, mine has like a piece of gratitude writing. It has a whole section for notes where I do my intention writing. Like I get the thoughts out of my head and onto paper and I kind of clear my head before I start my day so I'm not distracted as much. And so I am highly effective when I use it. That's so awesome. it's really, 
If you don't have a tool, I highly suggest you try some. Journals are different for everybody. There are a million journals and schedulers out there, planners, whatever you want to call them. Give them a try. And if you don't like one, get another one. Find one that works for you because they are all so different. And I cannot preach that enough where that's the one thing I will preach. Find a scheduling tool that makes you effective. Get it onto paper. It is such a different shift in how you're showing up when you plan your day effectively. 100%. thousand percent agree and one last tip for you guys so if you are on the receiving end of a flake (laughs) if someone flakes out on you have a running list in your planner of the things that you like like residual things that you would like to get done like a nice to have I think it was somebody I can't remember somebody was telling me I have a list of things that I could accomplish in under an hour if I had you know squeaks of time that I could fit it into Mm -hmm. and if I don't no big deal but if I do I could get this list done have that available be like okay you know I've had this on my thing to do and I have just enough time to squeeze that in since this person flaked out or tip exactly or if you show up early and that person flaked out or they're late have a book with you have your earbuds with you so you can listen to an audiobook read a book Rachel our friend Rachel she's like I always bring a book with me everywhere I go so that way when people if I'm early for an appointment then I can read a book until they show up or if somebody's late I can read my book until they show up Making effective use of your time. Yeah. Not just scrolling through Instagram and Facebook. And it will help you feel a little bit less shitty about the fact that you're being flaked upon. (laughs) Personal development. Squeeze it in everywhere. Love it. Love that too. Thank you for sharing. So yeah, hopefully this has given you some insight. And um, if you are a flaky flakosaurus, maybe this just kind of gives you that little nudge to just be a little bit more mindful of your time and respect the time of everyone else. And maybe you are spot on and you just kick ass in this department and it's just a nice reminder anyway. Or maybe you're like, I don't need this. Fuck this episode. <laughs> Change to the next one. I so don't know. I said, take what you want and leave the rest. <laughs> exactly. But. So yeah, I really hope that you enjoyed this one. And it was a bit ranty, <laughs> but that's what we're going to do sometimes. So all good all right until next time we will see you in the facebook group we'll be here next week same time same place awesome we'll see you then all right bye-bye the art of getting your shit together is produced and edited by ld coaching and blush cactus boutique design studio we would love it if you'd head over to itunes and subscribe leave us five stars and write a quick review if you enjoy this podcast share it with your friends so that we can continue to grow our tribe Tag us on Instagram at tagist underscore podcast with your shares, and we'll feature you on our story. Don't forget to grab our free guide, five things you can do right now to get your shit together and start living your best life over at tagist.com slash kick more ass. Remember, your life only gets better when you decide to grow, and it's never too late to get your shit together.